It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. Yes, this is where we dive into the world of TV and streaming and someone that's always across it. It is the owner of TV Central, Mr... I was going to give you a drum roll or something, but nah, it's fun. It's, uh, it is Aaron Ryan. <laughs> Hello, family. I wasn't actually going to come in, but I, w- I got a call to say that you're so lonely without Becca Talana. <laughs> so I did the right thing. I came in. No, well done. Well done. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I mean, you might have ad-libbed a little bit there, but I'm glad you're in. <laughs> now, you always bring us across three things that we can be checking out. So hit us with number one. What have we missed or what can we check out? I know you won't get excited about this, but <laughs> try to be. Okay. So last night, Dancing with the Stars. So Group A, they all danced again. Um, and everything was great. Uh, Matt Preston, best known, of course, for being on MasterChef. He was yes. the judge. He's got an injury, so he wasn't so good. But I have a feeling that even if he didn't have the injury, he probably wasn't going to be so good anyway. <laughs> um, so he only got six out of 40. Now, what happens is he ended up in the bottom two um, right. with AFL legend uh, Gavin Wanganine. You right. know who that is, of, of course. Of course, of course. Of course, yes, yes. pretending again. <laughs> but um, So he went to do the, the final dance-off because he was in the bottom two. But yeah. then, then first time ever in 20 years on Dancing with the Stars, he conceded. He said, my injury, I, I can't dance again tonight. So, so there was no dance-off. So they uh, ended the show. And oh, he's gone. Poor dance partner. See yeah. you later. Yeah. Yeah, obviously they would have talked about it. But, I mean, was he going to last any longer anyway? Definitely not. <laughs> He was right at the bottom anyway. <laughs> so it would have been, he would have gone. So basically he just called it early. But it is based on the audience vote as well. And sometimes they do keep in the ones at the bottom for the entertainment. So that yeah. wasn't the lowest score ever. That um, happened a few seasons back. But uh, six out of 40 is pretty that, bad. Yeah, six out of 40. No wonder mm. he gave up. Like if I entered something and I was getting six out of 40. Yeah. What, what was the highest score for the night? Well, believe it or not, thank you for asking that. Emily, we are from uh, Home and Away. All tens. Oh, okay, yeah. And those judges are pretty harsh, obviously, 6 out of 40. So, if, you know, to, to get four tens, it's pretty good on that show. Yeah, no, I would have put my hand up, too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my injury. I can't dance anymore. Uh, all right. So, who do you think is going to take it out? If you had to big guess. Well, Emily Weir, obviously, she was doing quite good from home and away. But otherwise, Virginia Gay is doing well. Paulini. Okay, yeah. a few top tiers there. All right, number two, what have you got for us? Well, there's a new series called Rush that uh, started on Channel 9 last night. So rather than painting this whole big picture, it's basically the amazing race. Okay. okay. But but the uh, little snippet says, 12 brave Aussies will be blindfolded, deprived of both sight and sound, with no idea where they are off to, and dropped in some of the most extraordinary locations and festivals on the planet. So the first episode last night, they were blindfolded and they had the goggles, the headphones, the whole lot. And they t- took it all off and they were in Rio de Janeiro in uh, Brazil yeah. in the middle of 10,000 people in a festival. So they had to do these kind of challenges and things to, you know, to get to the checkpoint. Um, so that made the show a little bit more exciting than it could have been. But um, how would you go? In the middle of a country, you just dropped um, hardly any money. You don't know the language. You don't know anything. How would you go? <laughs> I think I, I, I do all right. I've had a bit of practice. This is going to sound oh. real weird, right? But back no, one, when no I was... one's listening. Come on. <laughs> tell, just tell me. It's just me. When I was a little bit younger, okay, probably about 18, uh, a group of us, we'd just moved to this new town in New Zealand. 
And so it was my brother and a couple of other friends that came over. None of us knew this area. And so we played this exact game where we would blindfold each other and we would drive around the town and just drop them off at random locations. And then we would, you would have to film yourself with a handy cam trying wow. to make your way back to our house. And so we all had a... T- I know. It's- <laughs> so you've played Rush. So we got... <laughs> They stole the concept from me. <laughs> give me some money. Um, so, like, I did all right then, but I was a little bit claustrophobic, right? And so one of the times they tried to, they knocked at someone's door and put me inside their wardrobe. But I p- panicked because I thought they were trying to put me in the boot of a car. And so I ended up just kicking everyone and, and losing it. So as long as they didn't try and stuff me in anything, I think I'd do all right. <laughs> You're looking at me like, what a weird childhood. <laughs> no, I'm just in- impressed that you uh, invented the show before they did. <laughs> Years beforehand. <laughs> you mentioned Rush, the new TV show. Yes. Um, you said it's very similar to to The Amazing Race. Yes. Okay, as you're telling it, it doesn't look like your whole face lights up, which tells me, and correct me if I'm wrong, tells me it's not as good as The Amazing Race. Well, I think... A- Look, a bit of both. I, I'm not a huge fan of The Amazing Race either, but oh, right. but I, I just enjoy the, the concept of it. But just after, because everything's done in multiple episodes, and so it becomes a little bit repetitive. Mm. But I'm thinking with Rush, because they're going to be dropping them in like different countries all over the place in each episode, maybe that'll be interesting, and um, hopefully there'll be one in Africa or something, and they get dropped in the middle of a, <laughs> you know, with the zebras or the lions, yeah. and <laughs> see if they can get out of that one. How would you go? In a, in a situation like that? Look, I think because I've done a little bit of travelling, if it was in a city scenario, yep. I probably could talk my way somehow out of something and find my way around. But if it's sort of the countryside, um, like the jungle, creatures, <laughs> um, you might as well, you know, just knock myself <laughs> out because I'll be, I'll be gone. Put up your head. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. All right. Number three, what do you have for us? Well, it's not necessarily a show, but there's just so much sport on at the moment. Uh, we had the Cricket World Cup and Roland Garris, of course. Now we've got the Ashes and Wimbledon, which nine are juggling across three channels at the moment. Crazy. Uh, the NRL's on, the AFL's on, and coming up very shortly, the FIFA Women's World Cup. Um, do you know what FIFA stands for? Just oh, here. yes. It's you a, do? It's really annoying because it's not what you would think. It's not like the Federation da-da-da-da. I remember it's, it's quite... Uh, quite stuffed up it doesn't it's not like an acronym well the english version is federation international football association which is fifa but the correct one yeah it's the other way sort of around it's international federate like the letters yeah. go around all yeah, it's over very the place. confusing right yeah i shouldn't have asked that i thought you'd say i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> see i did play soccer um for the majority of my life up until i was about 16 and then had to go get a job so that's probably the one sport that uh, I might... That and boxing yeah, is probably the two sports that I might actually watch. The rest, like cricket. I'm sorry for all the cricket fans out there. And I know half the office here love cricket. Yeah. But I just get so bored. In fact, you look at the players on the field. They're bored and they're playing. It's <laughs> like, why am I watching this? <laughs> Uh, well, you can support the girls. The FIFA World uh, Cup's coming up uh, this month, so that's not too far. It just got me thinking, though, with all this sport on, networks love it because it's huge. Right? The Ashes is going through massive, the roof. Yeah. In fact, Nine Gem, which is a multi-channel, is scoring higher ratings than the main channels. Like, the wow. Ashes is going through the roof. So networks love it. Yeah. But it got me thinking that sport people that 
like really, really love sport aren't necessarily people that watch TV per se, like Rush yes. or MasterChef. So are those people, are they turning those people away from TV? Because while all this sport's on, they're going, there's nothing to watch. Mm, so they're, they're turning on Disney Plus and Netflix and stuff like that. So They could be losing their audience. Could they? Long term. So yeah, long term. So they're certainly getting an audience at the moment, but people are going, well, do I really want to watch all mm. those sports? So they're flicking over. Watch the space. All right, well, you ran us through th- three things. Thank you very much. Uh, look, take next week off. <laughs> As you normally would. <laughs> and we'll catch you in a fortnight. Our guest that is Aaron Ryan from TV Central. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jazil. We really hope you enjoyed that chat. It has been Sunshine's Beck and Jazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. Left a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.